Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to the Switch Leader Podcast. I am your host, Vince Parker, and as always, join me, the one, the amazing, the legend, Mr. James Meehan. James, sir, how are you doing today? I am doing wonderful, Vince. How are you? Man, I'm doing awesome. I'm excited to uh, hang out with you, have a great conversation, and just, you know, be thankful for the amazing leaders that God has blessed us with. Mm, Come on, somebody. Yes, please. So, James, just a quick update. The last time we recorded, we were waiting on baby Quattro. Yep. What's the current status right now? Current status, baby Quattro is two and a half weeks old, and literally from day one, that kid was already a P4J, pimp for Jesus. Come on, somebody. He is eating, he's pooping, he's peeing, he's sleeping. He's doing all the things a newborn should do, and uh, I'm just loving every minute of it. All while proclaiming the name of Jesus. I love that. That's awesome, mm, man. Come on. <laughs> well, I'm sure you and Mandy are killing it as parents and loving it, and that's good to hear. But let's just go ahead and dive in right to uh, this week's topic. Uh, we're in a series called Habits of Holiness. Is that correct? Yep, Absolutely. And last week, we kind of discussed like the big overview. And so this week, uh, we know the the subject matter goes in a little bit more into detail as usually what happens the week two of a series. And we thought, hey, what? why not let's give some more resources, some more details, some more things that help better prepare and equip you as a leader when you come into uh, this week's message. So James, you want to kind of set us up and kind of walk us through this? Yeah, I mean, just as a big picture overview of the series that we're in, Habits of Holiness, we really want to help our students understand that their calling as followers of Jesus is to represent a holy God. And when it comes to the topic of sex and sexuality and sexual integrity, we want to let our students understand that our behaviors, our beliefs, the way that we live as followers of Jesus will look very different from the rest of our world. Because even though we live in a sex-crazed culture that will tell you that, man, real satisfaction and fulfillment comes from being in a sexually satisfying relationship, as followers of Christ, we know that real satisfaction, meaning, and purpose in life comes from being in a relationship, but not with a significant other or a sexual partner, but with the God of heaven and earth. And so we're approaching this topic of what it looks like to live with sexual integrity, both in real life and online, from the starting point of God's identity as a holy God and our response to that as people called by God to live holy lives to represent him to the rest of the world. That's very good. I love that. Now, uh, as with any topic that we talk about in Switch, uh, for some leaders, it could be on the easier things to talk about. And for some leaders, it could be on the more difficult side of things to talk about. Right. So for this one right here, this might be more difficult for some to talk about. How does one <laughs> navigate through a few of the different things that could come up? Like, what should the response be? Because uh, we'd love the response of every student to be like, you know what? That message just impacted me. It just touched me. I'm going to school. I'm going to be homeschooled. I'm going to tell all my friends how I'm living for Jesus and how they should too. But then there could be the opposite side of that, which could be, yeah, I don't get that. Or what about this? Or what about that? How do we navigate those things? Yeah, I mean, what I would say to that is, you know, for one, as a switch leader, knowing that your role 
isn't to provide answers to your students, but to create an environment where they're able to wrestle with hard truths. And I think having that in mind is a super valuable reminder because I think that there are times where as a leader, we can feel this weight of responsibility that it's my job to make sure that our students understand this idea. And there are going to be times where it'll click in a moment for our students. But then there are going to be other times where it's going to take a process of them wrestling and walking through that journey to arrive at the conclusion and at the truth. And so what I would advise you to do as a switch leader is to lean into the content that's already provided. So, uh, you know, we're in the series Habits of Holiness. Week one, we talked about the idea of remembering who you are. And that's why we're rooting this whole conversation in God's identity as a holy God and our calling to represent him to the rest of the world by living holy lives. And now in this week, we're talking about choosing obedience choosing obedience. And specifically, we're going to apply that to our romantic and sexual relationships, both in real life and online. And so in the content for this week, the message is going to walk through three big questions when it comes to choosing obedience. Question number one is why should we choose obedience to God? Question number two is what does choosing obedience look like when it comes to our inner life and online relationships for those of us who are followers of Christ? And then question number three is going to be how do we choose obedience? obedience. And so for you as a switch leader, what I would say is continue to lean on the biblical truth as presented through the content so that you don't feel like you have to be the one bringing all the answers and create an environment where your students can wrestle, can process, can question the things that are presented because it's through that wrestling process that real truth is discovered. Man, that's awesome. I love that. So let's say I'm sitting there and I'm in, in a small group and, and it's going well. Or maybe I'm a switch host team pastor and a kid comes up to me and says, hey, you know what? I don't know if I believe any of that. Like it's my body I can do with it. And you talk about allowing students to wrestle. What's, a, what's an example of a response that as a leader I could give to a student that leads them towards truth but allows them to wrestle with that? Yeah, I mean, I think I would first try to figure out, is the student who is bringing up that objection, do they identify as a follower of Christ? And if the answer is yes, then that'll change the response. If not, then that will also change the response. Because the reality is, is that as followers of Jesus, we have been called to a standard that is different than the rest of the world, right? Like for people who don't believe in God, it doesn't make any sense for me to try to get them to live up to the standard of a follower of Jesus, right? It, it, because they haven't even agreed to that standard, right? And so what I want to do is navigate and figure out, okay, does this person identify as a Christian? Do they consider themselves a follower of Jesus? And if not, then man, I just want to love them unconditionally because when we look at Jesus and how he interacted with people throughout the gospel accounts um, and the different interactions he had, what we find over and over and over again is that the people who were outside of the family of God were the people that Jesus had the most grace and patience for. Now, on, on the flip side, the people who were in the family of God, the, the Jews and the Pharisees and the religious leaders were the people that Jesus brought the most truth to. <laughs> and so what I would say there is if that student is a follower of Jesus, I would begin to ask some questions around why they feel like um, obedience to God is something that doesn't apply to them. Right. And again, in this conversation, in the context, we're going to start the, with the conversation um, around why should we even choose obedience to God? And what we're going to point to is this 
uh, passage of scripture in First Peter chapter one verse fourteen and sixteen, where this is Peter talking, and he says that as obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires you had when you lived in ignorance, but just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all you do, for it is written, "Be holy, because I." am holy. What we've got to understand is that a part of the journey of following Jesus is actually choosing obedience. Because for somebody to claim that they have a relationship with God or that they love God, but they reject everything that God says (laughs) or refuses to follow the commands that he's given makes it seem like there might be a little bit of a disconnect between what they say and what they really believe. And so for you as a switch leader, I think you've got to just respond by asking some questions to figure out, okay, where is this student currently in their relationship with Jesus? And how can I either respond with tons of grace if they are not yet a follower of Jesus or bring a little bit of truth to challenge them to question maybe some of their assumptions that will help move them in the direction of living out the holy life that God has called them to? I think that's awesome. I think what I'm hearing you say is it's better to get to know the person first than just give them the right answer that you know off the top of your head. Yeah, absolutely. And so I I think that's amazing uh, way to lead through that. James, so here's the deal. While that's a difficult conversation to have and probably not easy, but that's great advice. What about the ones that kind of tip on things that might be really difficult or more controversial, like, hey, I've, I've been abused. Uh, how, how do we handle that? How do we always walk through that? Yeah, what I would say is knowing that the content itself is not going to dive into some of those more um, you know, difficult subjects, uh, those conversations might come up. Because what we believe is that the Spirit of God is present, is active, and is working in the hearts of our students throughout every part of the Switch experience. And there might be some things that are prompted that end up coming up in your small group discussion. And what I would say is, man, prepare yourself ahead of time for the things that might come up, right? They they may not, but it's better to be ready (laughs) and uh, those things not come up than to not be ready and be caught off guard. And what I would say is when those things come up, whether it's homosexuality, transgender, sexual abuse, or some of those topics that are a little bit more difficult to navigate, the first thing that you should do is, man, call in reinforcements, <laughs> right? You have a youth pastor that is there to support you, and they are prepared to help you navigate those conversations. The worst thing that you can do is just spout off your opinion or something that maybe you've heard somebody else say, because those conversations, unfortunately, around the topics of homosexuality, transgenderism, and sexual abuse are topics that have been butchered way too much in the church. And it has led people to walking away from faith in Jesus at all because of how poorly those conversations have gone. Now, as a church, we will always stand on truth, but we're going to make sure that we present it with grace. And for you as a switch leader, leading a group of, you know, anywhere from what, five to 10, maybe even 15 students in your small group, the reality is, is that for you to respond to one of those questions while also navigating the conversation with all of your students, that conversation is way too important to be had in the moment without the right um, support from your youth pastor or your campus pastor to navigate it well. And so when it comes to those difficult conversations, what I would say is those are the conversations that you should be ready to call in reinforcements on. And so there might be other things that fall outside of those three things of homosexuality, transgenderism, and sexual abuse. But what I would say is if that 
that comes up in your switch group, your uh, immediate response should be to say to that student, hey man, that's a fantastic question. And I really wanna have that conversation with you. But in order to give that conversation the time and intention it deserves, I think what we should probably do is bring in the youth pastor and set up a time outside of our small group so that we can really lean in and have that conversation in the best way possible. That's what I would advise. Um, because again, those conversations are so important they're also so difficult, and we want to make sure that as the church, as followers of Christ, we are leading through those in the best way possible. Awesome. I agree with that. And remember in the case of sexual abuse leaders that uh, we have a responsibility uh, that if sexual abuse does come up, someone's talking about how they've been sexually abused or hints at it, it's, it's our responsibility to report that. And so you need to make sure that you make your youth pastor aware of that uh, as quickly as possible. Uh, James, we're about to wrap it up here, but there's a young lady by the name of Caitlin who happens to be an intern on Switch who did a lot of hard work to put a bunch of resources together, not only for leaders, but also for parents. How can one as a leader um, use those best use those resources to kind of help prepare for any conversations during this series or that might come up post series or months from now? Yeah, what I would say is the best thing you can do as a leader when it comes to difficult topics like this is be prepared be prepared. Now, like Vince mentioned, Caitlin, our intern here, created an incredible resource guide for you as a switch leader and for parents. And that resource guide is something that if you have not yet looked at or familiarized yourself with, then stop waiting, do it now, because that's going to be invaluable to set you up for success as these conversations come up and for you to effectively partner with those parents to make sure that they have the resources they need. Because as difficult as this topic is for us as leaders, it's also really, really difficult for most parents, right? There, the reality is, is that most parents don't feel very confident when it comes to having conversations about sex and sexuality with their kids. Now, obviously there are parents who are the exception to that who crush those conversations, but the truth is that's not most parents. And as a small group leader, one of the most powerful things that you can do in the life of your student is actually partnering with their parent. Because what we know is that parents are the most important influence in the lives of their kid, right? They're not the only influence those kids need. They all need caring, trusted adults just like you. But the more that you as a leader can partner with that parent, set them up for success, and invite them into the conversations that you're having um, on a Wednesday night with their students or throughout the week, if it's at Switch Online or in a city group, the more that you can do that, the better you will be at leading those students to become fully devoted followers of Christ. And so um, if you maybe deleted the email or the message from your youth pastor where they sent that resource guide out to you, I would just reach out to them, shoot them a text, give them an email, and let them know, hey, I lost that resource guide. Will you send it to me again? Familiarize yourself with it so that you can be set up for success when it comes to the conversations that this series will spark. Man, that's awesome, James. Well, I thank you for all the hard work that you put in to making all this amazing content and taking us places where we know God's called us to go, even though sometimes they may not be easy, but we know that they are important. And I thank you, the switch leaders, whether you lead a city group, like James said, serve on Wednesday nights, switch online, it doesn't matter. You are amazing and you are making an impact today in the lives of students around the world. So thank you so much for that. And thank you for listening to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we will decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. <laughs>